This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for March 13th. New weight loss drugs could cost Medicare billions of dollars annually if the program is required to cover them. That's according to public health experts March 11th in the New England Journal of Medicine. Students and professors at Nashville, Tennessee-based Vanderbilt University School of Medicine and the Department of Medicine at the University of Chicago wrote that Medicare is currently prohibited from covering medications specifically for weight loss. In addition to Medicare, commercial payers generally do not cover newer weight loss drugs. That would change if Congress passes legislation to require Medicare to pay for weight loss prescriptions. New semi-glutides, such as Wagovi or Ozambic, they can cost up to 20 times more than older weight loss drugs. If 10% of people with obesity covered by Medicare were prescribed a brand name semi-glutide, the drug would cost Medicare $26.8 billion annually, according to the author's estimates. That represents 18.5% of current Part D spending. If the program covers weight loss drugs, Part D premiums would likely increase to cover the costs based on the types of medication prescribed and the rate of their use. Well, fraudsters with fake medical equipment companies and other fronts are scamming Medicare and Medicaid out of billions of dollars every year. That's according to a March 9th report from CNBC. Medicare and Medicaid fraud tops $100 billion every year. That's according to new estimates from the National Healthcare Anti-Fraud Association. Omar Perez Ibar, a special agent for HHS's Office of Inspector General in South Florida, told CNBC that number is likely higher. Mr. Perez Ibar said the agency is under-resourced to tackle the number of fraud cases it receives. CNBC reported that Medicaid and Medicare fraud has gotten more brazen in recent years, with much of fraudulent billing coming from sham medical equipment companies. In South Florida, up to 90% of durable medical equipment companies are fraudulent. Well, two senators are asking CMS to address loopholes in its price transparency rule for payers that they say have allowed the industry to, quote, evade accountability. The two senators wrote, we are concerned about remaining technical loopholes that have resulted in insurance companies publishing data that does not align with the intent of the CMS rule. That comes from Democratic Senator Maggie Hassan and Republican Senator Mike Braun on March 6th. Since July 1st, payers have been required by CMS to disclose in-network provider rates for covered items and services, out-of-network allowed amounts, and bill charges for all covered items and services. The two senators cited recent reports that say some payers have published data in confusing formats that omits important information. They also said the published data is too large for anything but a supercomputer to process. Because of those challenges, it's difficult to compare health plans, and researchers and employers have struggled to use the data to drive lower costs. The senators wrote, experts have highlighted potential solutions, urging CMS to limit file sizes, create a standardized reporting template, reduce the frequency of reporting, and require a clear organizational system and standardized labeling. The letter also urges CMS to conduct random audits of health plan data to ensure compliance and quality. And finally, Optum Health has promoted Caitlin Zula to CEO of the company's East region. Ms. Zula previously spent more than three years as CEO of SCA Health, which is a surgery center chain owned by Optum. The company grew to more than 320 surgical facilities during Ms. Zula's tenure, and she led its expansion into a national specialty care provider business. SCA now provides services to support independent physicians through the value-based care transition. In her new role as CEO of Optum Health's East Region, she'll be responsible for primary specialty surgical and home-based care, along with behavioral health services. She'll also oversee the virtual urgent and community care initiatives for her region, 
which encompasses the northeast quadrant of the U.S. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.